You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice and tips on making in the UK. So let's get on with today's show. Welcome to episode number 158 of the Make It British podcast. So today I'm going to talk about what is probably rather an unsexy topic, I'm sure you'll think, which is a critical path. You may know what one is. You may love critical paths. You may avoid them like the plague, or you may have no idea whatsoever what I'm actually talking about when I say critical path. So on today's episode, I thought I would talk to you about what a critical path is, why you need one, how to create one, and there we go. Jobs are good. Right, so let's get going. A critical path. What is it? Because I know a lot of people get scared off by the name. You might have had a manufacturer asking you for one. You may have worked with manufacturers overseas and they've done it all for you or a production manager has sorted out your critical path for you. You may be making your products yourself and you don't think you need one. So the simplest way of describing a critical path is it's just a project management document that you have for each product that you've got in your collection or your range that shows the key dates. It's like a calendar for your product, for your product development for each one. Because creating a product has lots of different moving parts and each one is often dependent on another one. So one thing can't happen before something else happens. It's like when you're cooking dinner, you can't get the meal on the table until you've cooked the food. You can't cook the food until you've chopped the veg. You can't chop the veg until you've bought the veg you get what I'm coming from. So it's exactly the same thing, but with your product. So do not be scared of the word critical path. For instance, as well, if you're creating, say, a leather bag, you can't make a bag until the leather arrives. So knowing when that leather is going to arrive is critical. Hence, I suppose, the fact that it's called a critical path. So there you go. Nothing to be scared of. It is literally a timeline of what is happening and when with your product's development. It's also a working document. So it can change. If one date changes, then you need to change all the rest of the dates if they are dependent on that original date. So if your leather is not going to arrive for the date you expected, but actually arrives two weeks after that, then your product is most likely going to be at least two weeks late. So the critical path ensures that you hit your deadlines, especially if your product is seasonal. It's really important. So say you're making swimwear and you've got to get it in store in time for summer. You and everyone else selling swimwear. So you probably want it to arrive absolutely no later than the beginning of May. So if your manufacturer has a lead time of four weeks for production from the date they receive your fabric, you will need to get the fabric to them at the very beginning of April, if not sooner. And then if the fabric takes six weeks from the date you place your order to the date that it arrives in the factory, you're gonna need to order your fabric middle of February. And if you want a certain color for your fabric and you want it dyed to your specification, you're gonna have to have approved lab dips and maybe they take another four weeks. So you have gotta work back four weeks before that. 
So you probably need to have approved your lab dips by the beginning or to middle of January. So you see what I mean? You think, oh, swimwear, getting in store for May, not gonna be a problem. But actually it all needs to happen much, much sooner. And of course, things on the critical path can happen at the same time as others. So while you're waiting for your fabric to be approved, you may be fitting your sample. So things can be running together at the same time, but there's just key dates on that critical path that you need to hit. The other reason to have a critical path, it's actually just a great aid memoir to make sure that you don't actually forget anything. So if you're like me, you need to have those key dates in place to make sure you remember that you have to do a certain thing by a certain time. And certainly my background as a buyer, being a buyer is all about project management because you're managing lots of different products all going into a store at the same time. So when I launched my event, running an event is exactly the same thing because it has to happen on a certain date, nothing can go out. So you have to have booked the stands and the electrics and the speakers and everything by certain dates. So it's not just unique to the manufacturing industry to have a critical path. It's just often called different things. It's basically project management. So having a critical path, not only is it a great aid memoir for all these important dates that you mustn't forget, it also gives you a reality check. So once you start plotting all your dates onto this critical path, it means you actually realise whether it's possible to make what you want to make in the time frame that you have. So if someone comes to me and says they want to get their swimwear in store by May and they're looking for a manufacturer in April and they say to me that they haven't sorted their fabric out yet, well, it's just not gonna happen because you've got the lead times on the dyeing the fabric, receiving the fabric before the manufacturer can even start cutting it. So it's a great reality check for whether you're actually gonna hit the dates that you need to in order to get your product in at the time when you need it. Having a critical path means you can also share it with the factory so that they know when you're expecting to get your materials in. And the factory generally, a manufacturer will not start working on your production until they have received everything. So even if you think, well, the packaging isn't needed till they've finished all the production, they don't wanna start the production until they've received your packaging right at the beginning. So every single little component and part of your product needs to be at the manufacturer before they will start work. Plus, if you've got a critical path and you show it to a manufacturer, they're gonna be quite impressed. They're gonna think that you're super organized and you know what you're doing. One of the key things that I see going wrong with manufacturing between a factory and a brand is that the factory and the brand, they'll agree a certain start date, but then the materials or the trims or something don't arrive on the date that they were expected. And then the brand expects the factory to still finish the production on the original agreed date. But of course they can't do because it's actually pushed everything out. And they will have, if it's depending on the size of the manufacturer, they're gonna have lots of different things going through and they've planned exactly what their production staff are working on every day, every week. And having to switch that around and change that gives them a total headache, as you can imagine. So it's really important that you stick to the key dates that you have agreed. So having that critical path means that you take ownership of your own production. Yes, you could pay a production manager to do it for you, but it's actually a really simple document to produce. So here's how you create one if you've not done one before. Now you can get 
fancy software systems actually that will manage it all for you. But depending on your size of your business, it's probably totally over egging it and having a spreadsheet or even writing everything in a Google calendar is all you need, especially if you're just working with a smaller factory. The key thing to know is which dates are dependent on which other dates in order for the production to happen. So start by making a list of all of the components that go into your product, every single bit. So all the different types of raw materials include things like printing, embroidery, embossing, any other process that may not actually be done in the factory. Also include components like trims, buttons, zips, you name it, all of the different components that might go into it because you may have one thing that takes a lot longer than everything else and it will completely knock out all of your production schedule. Don't forget as well about labels, inside labels, outside labels, care labels. Don't leave deciding what your packaging is going to be till the last minute because quite often packaging has longer lead times. Also bear in mind where your materials are coming from and all your components are coming from. If they're coming from overseas rather than from a supplier in the UK, could there potentially be delays? After what we've seen since the UK left the EU with delays, nothing can be taken for granted. Also factor in any process that might happen during the production process, but doesn't actually happen at the manufacturer. So for instance, if you're getting a shirt made, but the manufacturer can't do the embroidery, they may need to cut the panels of the fabric for the shirt, send the shirt out to be embroidered somewhere else, and then bring the panels back in to completely construct the shirt. So you need to know what the lead times will be for the embroidery part as well as the production part. So next, what you need to do is find out the lead time from the placement of your order for each one of these components and processes that you've listed down here as part of your critical path. So don't forget to add in anything that's gonna need approval and the time for that approval. So for instance, so you are dyeing up your own fabric and you're doing it in a particular color and you need to have what's known as a lab dip. Say the lab dip turns up and you approve it on that date and it's four weeks from the date of approval, What's the scenario as well on your critical path if you don't approve the first round of lab dips, but they have to do them again? Have you got to factor in another four weeks? You probably have. It's always best to have a worst case scenario for everything, without a doubt. Allow a bit of leeway all the way through because everything always takes you much longer than you think. Also write a list of all your production stages. So for instance, you might have a prototype sample. Maybe that's not made in the proper materials. Maybe that's made in some sort of sample material. You might have to approve the fit of it. You certainly want to approve the design. There may be some changes to be made on that first prototype. Then you might have to make another prototype. So how long is each one of these samples going to take the factory to make? Then you're gonna have a final pre-production sample, most likely, which is your contract with the manufacturer, which is exactly how you want your product to be made in production. And that's not a step I recommend skipping either. It's really essential. So how long is each one of these sampling processes gonna take? Ask all your suppliers, and then start plotting everything onto your critical path document. 
bearing in mind what is dependent on what. One of the ways of doing that is starting from the date that you want to receive everything and work back. So if you place your production on a certain date and your manufacturer's production lead time is four weeks, before that you might have the raw materials lead time and work it backwards and plot it all backwards so you know when you have to start ordering everything. Then you can take a look and see if you're being realistic about your timeframes. Also, don't forget that manufacturer lead times can change throughout the year, particularly with seasonal products. So if they're a knitwear manufacturer, for instance, everyone wants their knitwear in before winter. So the lead times are going to be longer in that run up to winter when everyone is ordering their knitwear. It's always best to ask a manufacturer, what is your lead time if I place my order on this certain date? Because they're generally going to have an idea of how they tracked the previous year and what their production schedule was like for the previous year. You may be able to shorten your lead times if you order out of season. So for instance, if you order knitwear that arrives in the summer, if you could actually sit on the stock for a while, you may get a shorter lead time and even a better cost price if you make out of season when a manufacturer is less busy. And I'm just going to say this again, you must allow leeway for unforeseen circumstances. So for instance, if there's a reason that the manufacturer might have to close or work at reduced capacity, such as during a pandemic, how will that affect their lead times? And have you factored that in when you're looking at your dates? The other thing that you must do when you've done your critical path is make sure that you stick to the approved dates that you're supposed to approve. So if you do get a print in that you need to approve or some packaging in that you need to approve, do it straight away. Don't sit on it because if you cause a delay, it's going to most likely cause your production to go out. One of the main reasons that manufacturing times go out is because a sample was not approved on a set date meaning it impacts on all future dates. Stick to the dates on your critical path and advise a manufacturer as soon as you can if you're going to miss those dates so that they can fill that gap in their production. You are, after all, working with a manufacturer as a partner. So if you keep in communication with them if dates are going to go out rather than spring a surprise on them at the last minute that your fabric hasn't turned up in time, they're most likely to do the same to you if they can foresee issues further down the line. And don't be surprised if you miss a date by a week that it adds considerably more than a week to your manufacturing lead time as the manufacturer is then going to have to fit you in when they can. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, I don't need a critical path. I'm not working with a manufacturer. I'm making all my own products or I've got a team that are making them. Do I actually need a critical path? Well, I think you do. I think firstly, it's worth getting into the good habits of creating one. So even if you don't feel like you need one now, because either you're producing the products in-house or you're only producing a very small amount of products, it's really worth getting into the habit of doing it. And if you are producing the products yourself, chances are that you've got raw materials to go into that product. And you also want to get that product on sale at a certain time, like say Christmas, for instance. Work backwards. How long is it going to take you or your team to make it? And just have a date on your critical path that you need to have all your raw materials arriving by and what the lead times are for those raw materials. And don't forget the packaging. So I hope that's helped clear up some of the confusion about a critical path, what it is, whether you need one. 
I think you do. So I'd love to hear whether this inspired you to go away and create a critical path, or maybe you're a critical path whiz, you love a bit of project management and a spreadsheet. I'd love to see your critical path if you do have one. Send me an email to kate at makeitbritish.co.uk. Thanks very much for listening to this podcast. Until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Tuesday and Friday, plus there are bonus episodes occasionally. So make sure you subscribe in your favourite podcast app. And if you're looking to find British-made brands or UK manufacturers, check out the directory on the Make It British website, which you can find at makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash directory. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.